Welcome to the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast. Isa itong Bible Study Podcast by Pinoy's for Pinoy's. Just uh, friends around the table, conversational lang, na inductive, aka expository style. Hindi kami experts, most of us are young professionals, but we do our best to study context and let scripture speak for itself. We go book by book, but we also have special study topics once in a while. But before we start, salamat, thanks for joining us, and kung trip niyo tong ginagawa namin, please subscribe. And today, we're going to be talking about Esther 6. I'm here, Rainier. I'm Ben. I'm Prissy. Hi. And this is Gutch. Yeah, today, we are going to be led by Ben. But before that, why don't we discuss what happened previously on Esther. Okay, so previously, Esther just finished the fast. Right, and it was on the third day. It was on the third day. Uh, which is a significant... In biblical numerology, we know that number three is very significant. And this happened on the third day. Okay? Sa fasting niya. And she decided to appear before the, the king. king. Sa inner court. Which is subject to death dapat. Oh, kapag if you're not summoned by the king, naglakasob ka pumunta doon, pwede kanyang ipapatay. Oh. But... And this is the, the big scene. Right. Uh, the most right. famous scene in Esther, I think. When you think about Esther, this is it. Uh, and then after that, surprisingly, the king puts forth Uh-oh. the gold scepter, which means she's safe. She's safe. And uh-huh. then was asked, ano nga bang hiling mo? Uh, at bakit ka nandito? And then she presented her request na parang ang babaw. Kasi yung request lang naman na, tara, kain tayo. <laughs> Inimbitahan ni Esther. Pero dalawa lang. Oh, si Xerxes at saka si Heyman, ha- Heyman oh, oh. Haman, dun sa banquet. Oh, oh. Tapos pagating dun sa banquet na yon Oh, Nag-imbita siya ulit ng isa pang banquet. Oo, oh, oh, pero hindi pa rin niya sinasabi yung kanyang petition. Oo, oh, oo. Oh, oh. Ngayon, jump to next scene, which is si Haman na. Oo, oh, si Haman talagang excited. Oo, oh, happy-happy. VIP. Ako lang ang invited. Oh. Kami lang dalawa. Ipadi ko si King. Grabe, di ba? Parang special ako. Pero, sumira ng araw niya ay walang iba kundi si... Mordecai. Uh, Mordecai. Paano nangyari? Anong ginagawa ni Mordecai? Yeah. O ano hindi niya ginawa? Hindi siya nagbao. Hindi pa rin. Hindi pa rin nag-like dun sa post. Oh, niya. Oh. Pero uwi siya, bad trip. And then... Nagsumbong nag, sa misis. Oh, actually, nagpa-PR convention ng to talk about himself. Right. Diba? Na, Grabing yaman ko. Dabi ko mga anak. Ako yaman pa yung honored ako ng king. Pero lahat to. Wala itong halaga. Pag hindi nilike ni Mordecai yung post ko, hindi. Wala akong halaga lahat. So ang suggestion ng yung wife and his friends was to set up a pole na sobrang taas. 75 feet. 75 feet tall. Uh, tapos impale mo si Mordecai And that's doon. where you will impale Mordecai. Uh, oh, exage talaga eh. Pero right. fits Haman's personality. That's At siya true. naman, Uy, maganda yan. Sige nga. Okay. <laughs> so that's where it ends, where he's like, oh, I like that suggestion. Let's do it. And now, on Esther 6. Esther 6. That night, the king could not sleep. So he ordered the book of the Chronicles, the record of his reign, to be brought in and read to him. It was found recorded there that Mordecai had exposed Bigthana and Teresh, two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway who had conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. What honor and recognition has Mordecai received for this? The king asked. Nothing has been done for him, his attendants answered. The king said, Who is in the court? Now, Haman had just entered the outer court of the palace to speak to the king about impaling Mordecai on the pole he had set up for him. His attendants answered, 
Haman is standing in the court. Bring him in, the king ordered. When Haman entered, the king asked him, What should be done for the man the king delights to honor? Now Haman thought to himself, Who is there that the king would rather honor than me? So he answered the king, For the man the king delights to honor, have them bring a royal robe the king has worn, and a horse the king has ridden, one with a royal crest placed on its head. Then let the robe and horse be entrusted to one of the king's most noble princes. Let them robe the man the king delights to honor, and lead him on the horse through the city streets, proclaiming before him, This is what is done for the man the king delights to honor. Go at once, the king commanded Haman. Get the robe and the horse and do just as you have suggested for Mordecai the Jew, who sits at the king's gate. Do not neglect anything you have recommended. So Haman got the robe and the horse. He robed Mordecai and led him on horseback through the city streets, proclaiming before him, This is what is done for the man the king delights to honor. Afterward, Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Haman rushed home with his head covered in grief and told Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends everything that had happened to him. His advisors and his wife Zeresh said to him, Since Mordecai, before whom your downfall has started, is of Jewish origin, you cannot stand against him. You will surely come to ruin. While they were still talking with him, the king's eunuchs arrived and hurried Haman away to the banquet Esther had prepared. What's happening? What are the big scenes, big chunks? There are three big chunks. Verse 1 to 3, that chunk is basically when King Xerxes, for whatever reason or another, cannot sleep. And then finds out, finds out about what Mordecai did to save his life. And realizes now, oh, I haven't rewarded him. Verse 49 is, so ngayon, Xerxes wants to reward Mordecai na. And he was asking for an official to help him to get an advice as to how do I reward Mordecai. Just uh, so happens that Haman, Haman was on his way to the court for the very reason that he was about to tell the king na I want to build this huge stake to stick Mordecai in. But then, hindi niya alam na he was going to be asked by the king, how should we reward Mordecai? The last part is 10 to 14. After Haman had told the king what to do for Mordecai... Well, it, unknowingly. Unknowingly. Uh, then he realizes na, oh, it's for Mordecai. Then he gets told by the king na, Sige, ikaw gumawa para kay Mordecai. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay. So he did. After he's done it, he yeah. went home ashamed uh, and cowarding. All right. So those are three chunks. And we will start. Game. So, so this is verses 1 to 3 first, Anna. Yeah, this is verses right. 1 to 3. Okay. Here, Xerxes was trying to sleep. But for some reason, he could not sleep, Deba. So suddenly, he goes and asks his staff or whoever's attending to him, Buksan mo naman yung libro, yung libro ng Chronicles. It says in ESV, the translation there is, The Book of Memorable Deeds. Right. Now, let me ask you guys. If it is a book of memorable deeds, and based on the historian uh, Herodotus and other scholars, um, 
the Persian kings, the Persian Empire, records all the good deeds that are done to the kingdom, to the royal family. If that is true, I mean, how many generations is now Xerxes in, in this Babylonian kingdom? So, madaming volumes na yan, diba? What are the chances that his staff picks up this book and then guess where it opens up? Dun sa... Dun pa sa good deed na ginawa ni Mordecai. Oh, which is in verse 2. It was oh. found recorded there that Mordecai had exposed Bigtana and Teresh. What's the chance of that? Aside from the numerous volumes, they have to open up to that exact page. Mm. So let me ask you, what theme is continually being presented here? It's God's providence and coincidences, coincidences. working towards yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. Nice. It is God's providence and coincidence. Which is evident across the whole... Like the whole book of Esther. Yes. Even yeah. from chapter, chapter one. 1. Chapter 1, right. Yung biglang downfall lang ni Queen Vashti. Right, right. Uh, Akala mo, wala lang. Nagkwento uh, lang na, na, na wala yung queen. Yung pala. Sunod-sunod na to. May right. plano pala, di ba? Uh, and you wouldn't have expected it. So seemingly mundane thing that apparently had lasting impact. Mm-hmm. So here we have Xerxes, of all the mundane things that he can or cannot do, he can't sleep. Parang, if you can't sleep, what do you normally do? Eat. Eat? <laughs> <laughs> Try to sleep again. Parang, something really boring, which might... Uh, oh, actually, yeah. Sleep. Perfect. Do something really boring. <laughs> <laughs> The Lord number 85 has given five sacks of grain. <laughs> the Lord 86 has given seven sacks of grain. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's so random. And like, yeah, he just wanted to be bored until he falls asleep. The thing is, what was it that the king found out when his attendants were reading the book of good deeds? That would be... Let's see, verse 2 Yeah, says here, It was found written how Mordecai had told about Bigthana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs who guarded the threshold and who had sought to lay hands on King Xerxes. Nabasa ng attendance niya na Mordecai foiled a plot to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yung king, gulat siya. Yeah, so nagulat yung king. So what was done? What was done to him who saved me? Wala pa po, sir. <laughs> How long ago did this happen? Esther was queen for maybe two to three years. Then the plot to kill the king, uh, the king by Bigtana and Teresh was foiled by Mordecai. But he was not rewarded then. And that was a big that was something that we discussed then. Parang why? Why wasn't he rewarded then? So now, two to three years after, Xerxes can't sleep, random night, random page, bam, nya. Anong, ano na yung price nitong si Mordecai for saving my life? Ah, uh, sir, wala pa po. What? Nothing what? has been done for him? And why is it so important that Persian kings reward people who do good deeds for them? It's good PR. Yeah. And um, the fact that it's a kingdom born out of conquest, you're bound to have a lot of enemies. Even the very people under your, your rule who would have been like, in one way or the other, subjugate nila eh. So they're not necessarily like always on your side. Right. But if the kingdom shows that, oh, if you reward us, this royal household, um, good deeds, you help us do this and do that, you get rewarded. So it attracts loyalty. It attracts, it's basically good PR. 
Right. Yeah, okay, and it's nice. a means of promoting your safety also as a mm. king. Kasi din mga panahong to, marami na rin kaaway talaga si, yeah. si King Xerxes. So, it's very important for kings to reward. Yeah. Ano to eh, mga magkakaroon ng utang na loob, di ba? Right, right. Na parang, ha? The king pinansin niya ako? Yes. Nireward niya ako. Pero, this big thing, which is, there was an assassination plot which was foiled, was left unrewarded for right. years. Oversight ito nung hari. What? And we were talking about it before, di ba, na parang, it an- was, napaka-unfair naman, di ba? Oh, tsaka it was written <laughs> in his presence. Right. Mm-hmm. Tapos dinedman lang ni King Xerxes. <laughs> Kasi kung makikita natin yung pattern ni King Xerxes, mukhang hindi siya focused. Baka nga. Di ba? Uh-huh. Hindi nga eh. Hindi talaga. Tulad nun, may nirequest si Heyman. Alam mo, may mga taong ganto-ganto, ganyan-ganyan. Nag-i-invento na lang siya. Uh-huh. O oh, sige, sige, gawin mo yung gusto mo. Sige, o oh, ito. Digital signature ko. And he always asks other people, oh, what should I do? What should I do? Yun. Which is basically what's gonna happen next. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh-huh. So now, we jump into it. This is, what should we do for this guy who saved my life? Yeah, that's in uh, Which verse, is a big thing. Verse 4. He says, who is in the court? Why is he asking for who is in the court? Because he needed someone to tell him how to reward Mordecai. So this is following through with the character of King Xerxes. So here... Again, what are the chances when the king was looking for an official in the court, lo and behold, dun, dun, dun. Haman's on his way <laughs> to the court with, with a the, different message. With a different, different intention. With diba? the exact opposite kind of intention. <laughs> weird. Medyo oras na ng gabi, matutulog na yung hari, eh, diba? Oh, nga, eh. Well, was... What was he doing there? May business siya na gusto niya bigyan ng priority ng king and, and that's sleeping time. Haman just can't get over Mordecai or can't wait till the next day. Now na, now na, now na. In my footnotes, it says that this may have been in the morning just as Zeresh, his wife, advised him in 5.14. Like, oh, go to the go to the king in the morning so you can know, let him know about the plan, about the gallows. Well, that's a very good point. Or it could be his wife suggested go in the morning, pero siya... Atate. Hindi na ako makahintay ng umaga pa. Gusto ko na ngayon pumunta na. Baka pwedeng ganun. Pwede din. But whatever the timing is, it shows that Haman was very impatient. impatient. And he wants his business or his concern to be addressed immediately by the king. Because it's more important than anything else in the world. Right. Yeah. So yun. So Haman's there. Just so happens when the king wanted someone to advise him on how to reward Mordecai. But here's the interesting thing. What did Haman think when the king asked him? What is to be done for the man whom the king wishes to honor? And Haman thought to himself, whom should the king wish to honor more than me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a thought bubble. Ito. Uh, uh, oh. Hindi naman niyo to sinabi right in front then, of the king. Then. So this is more of a thought bubble. So what kind of a person is Haman to actually think that the king was talking about him to be rewarded? A narcissist. It is a narcissist, right? He thinks that the world revolves around him. Oh, he's the center of the solar system. It's the Haman system. <laughs> that could only be me. Then what happens next is that since he was thinking about himself, he comes up with all these uh, rewards. Uh, okay. Because in his mind, it's the Haman system. So Haman goes and says, 
For the man whom the king delights to honor, this is in verse 7. Which is me. <laughs> let royal robes be brought, which the king has worn, and the horse that the king has ridden, on whose head a royal crown is set. And let the robes and the horse be handed over to the one king's most noble officials. Let them dress the man whom the king delights to honor, and let them lead him on the horse through the square of the city, proclaiming before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Because he was imagining that he was, he imagining was going that it's to be for the, himself. Yeah. Uh, okay, the receiver of the mm. honor. You see here when Haman said that, proclaiming before him, Thus it shall be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. What actually happens there is that, when Haman suggested that, that the person be paraded across the city square, that phrase gets repeated over and over and over again. It's like you're parading a person before the kingdom, before the public, and you're just increasing their status, kumbaga, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine, what kind of effect does this have on Mordecai to wear the king's robe? to ride on the king's horse and then for someone to shout out loud right beside him let let it be known thus it shall be done to the man whom the king delights to honor so it increases instantly the position of the person diba yeah. the eyes of the public this is now the role model yeah Diba? Tularan nyo to. Ito yung role model of uh, people who would want to help the king and be rewarded for it. Siya yung Lodi. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Haman wanted that for himself, but it went to Mordecai. So susunod is... Sabi yung king, Quickly, take the clothing and the horse, just as you have said. And do to Mordecai the Jew who sits at the gate of the king. And you must <laughs> not leave out anything of what you have oh, said. No. Hello, Medjo. I wonder if you're going to be a little bit. Oh, it's a little bit. 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 Do not neglect anything <laughs> you have recommended. <laughs> what? So, what happened here? There's a reversal. There's a reversal. Again, right? reversal. What Haman intended, originally intended to go there is to kill Mordecai. But instead, it elevated Mordecai. What the king had missed out two years ago for not rewarding Mordecai, now we know the reason why he was not rewarded. We were thinking that, oh, it's unfair yun, hindi na reward si Mordecai before then. But now, we see that reversal as well. Reversal on Haman and reversal on what we could say that an injustice for not rewarding Mordecai. So here, what Haman meant for evil, God meant for, for good, good, didn't he? That's true. Diba? Right. My comedy nga lang. It's like, he just built himself up to be the punchline. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> A commentator for Esther chapter 6, uh, her name is Karen Jobes. She says this, In spite having all the power of the Persian Empire at his disposal, Haman's carefully laid plans were turned against him simply because the king had a sleepless night. Nice. That's nice. right. Yeah. That's true. What do you think reversals are generally for? At least in the story of Esther, the reversal motif shows the sovereignty of God, that he is the one orchestrating events. And in this story, it's for the preservation of his own people. Exactly. Isa pa dito sa reversal na nakita ko dito, yung sabi nga sa Proverbs, 
pride goes before destruction. Mm-hmm. At nakikita natin dito yung kung paano unti-unting bumabagsak siyempre si, si Haman. Well, Mordecai, we know, is not a perfect character. But he's the victim of Haman. And what the Lord is doing here is he's exalting the victim and putting down the oppressor. Did any of the reversals happen because someone planned it to be so? Hindi naman sila yung nag-gose. Hindi naman hawak ng mga tao. No. Diba? It's all... Coincidence. Oo. In parenthesis, coincidence. So it also shows na God is moving. Even if it's not that obvious... None of it happened because anyone did anything. So, next question. How many coincidences uh-huh. were in this chapter alone? Unang-unang coincidence na nangyari yung the king could not sleep, was right. having insomnia. And then second was, pinabukas niya yung libro, mm-hmm. random page, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yung work ni Mordecai. The next one was, Heyman suddenly just happened to come in. With his own intention. Yeah, with his own agenda. Uh, oh. Then because of his own agenda, he ends up elevating Mordecai. Right. right. Yeah. So that's around like five or six coincidence there, but actually, they should be called like providences, diba? Yes, I think by now, it's becoming clearer that this is providence. Mm. This is God acting very covertly, hindi natin nakikita. Mm. Pero sobra na kasi eh. Statistically, pag titignan mo yung all the coincidences, this could only be the hand of God mm. working in the favor of the Jewish people. So with that in mind, God working through these providences, in your life, Have you seen these providences happen to you? When I moved to New York City to work as a missionary, ito yung panahon na karon nung yung attacks sa uh, World Trade Center. And it also affected the economy of the U.S. I was a missionary raising support, meaning bumagsak yung aking financial support for the ministry because the economy also crashed. Isa lang yata ako dun sa mga OFW, so to speak, na uuwi ng bansa na walang pera. My desire was to work in Manila. My expertise was in working with international students. And I thought, Lord, I really want to be in Manila because there are more international students in Metro Manila. And with all the training, experiences, I thought I was ready to move to Manila. Ang problema ko wala pera. But it just so happened that while I was still in the U.S., the conductor of the San Miguel Master Choral. This was the only professional choir in the Philippines. Well, like this band na yon, many years ago. And then I talked to him and he said, Oh, mag-audition ka because we need a bass. Narinig naman dito sa mic kung gano'ng kababay mo. Ang audition nila was really very stringent. The singers of San Miguel Master Choral are mostly graduates of music. Ang background nila talaga music. Eh, ikaw? Forestry. <laughs> ako talaga, hindi ako naniniwalang papasa ako dyan sa audition na yan. And although, cut the long story short, mm-hmm. pagpunta ko dun ng Monday, they presented the contract. I had no questions. I signed the contract and then went straight to the rehearsal hall. I was welcomed. I was instantly a member. So since 2003, tumira na ako ng Manila. Mm-hmm. At marami nang nangyari dyan. Like, also, also another long story about how I ended up in working here in UCM. But I had seen God's hand moving. Hindi na talaga ako yan. I could never give credit to myself. Malaliman ang boses ko, pero sigurado akong duman ako sa dishon, sesem lang ako eh. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Hindi pwede. Background mo pa naman, forestry. <laughs> <laughs> how high does the sycamore grow? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How is this applicable to our daily life? As believers. As believers, yeah. Yeah, for me, 
what we see here in Esther 6 or in the past like six, five chapters is that God's faithfulness is always there, isn't it? No matter what happens, no matter what person plots anything or so on and so forth, the events, everything just yields to what God has planned. And for me, as a person who has a tendency to overthink, have sleepless nights, have like play around with different scenarios in my head if I decide this, if I do that. But then God is faithful, isn't he? The fact that God is faithful and he is unchanging, for me, I have that rested assurance that no matter what happens in my life, my life is in his hands. That kind of providence, that kind of protection, actually. I have a verse here. It's a very popular verse. It's Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And I think that's a great assurance for us as well. And I thought these are the words of Keller. All bad will turn out for good. All good will remain. And the best is yet to come. Yeah. Yes. So it's not the promise that it will be good for our situation, but rather in the big story. Big story. In the big story, it works together for God's purposes. And because we know the character of our Father, who is all loving, all good, and is wiser and more just than us, we can trust Him in the path, in the story that He is leading. And God, being the author of our lives, will definitely direct our steps. I'm reminded of Proverbs 16, 9, and reading from the NASB, the mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And sometimes we think we can just do things independently. Mm. involvement But you know, we, it is very clear that the Lord is orchestrating events in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with whether we are faithful to Him or not. Mm-hmm. He will remain faithful. And God, being a sovereign God, will direct our steps. But what will be fulfilled is His plan. No one can ever thwart his plans. Yeah. yeah. For me as a student, in a way it was a hard reality to know that it's not my plans that's going to happen in my life, but it's really God's plan. I'm a dental student. Our course is normally six years long, but it's actually universal. Like when I went to the other countries to present our research, a lot of dental students get delayed. It's a normal thing to get delayed. Our course is already long and we're going to stay longer because we're delayed. So it's very disheartening. And at first, I was planning to graduate on time because I'm an achiever. I really did my best in my studies. But so many things were out of my control. We, do, we don't have enough chairs. Sometimes the professors can't come to be on duty. Sometimes, well, actually, most of the time, the patients cancel. They don't come. They're late. They don't meet the cutoff times. Mm. Every day, my plans would change. There wasn't a single day that everything I planned went according to plan. Buti na lang yung propelaxis ko, bumabalik-balik ako. Hindi. Thanks, Gudge. Nakasama ako sa pag-graduate ni... Thank you. So, in my... In the last semester that I was supposed to graduate, in my first shift, so dentures palang I started seeing based on my progress that I'm not going to finish on time this year. 
And it struck me really hard and I struggled. I would cry every day after clinics because I was like, God, why is this happening? I'm doing my best, putting a lot of effort. I'm not being lazy, but why am I not graduating on time? And eventually the Lord had to teach me through this experience that what's going to happen is under His sovereignty. It's not just because I'm a Christian, good things will happen to me. Mm-hmm. It's really anything can happen, but all these things are under God's control and mm-hmm. not mine. Ang tawag doon, baka na, baka na Mordecai ka. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mga, are, ilan, two to three years after, tsaka dumating yung price eh. Parang gano'n. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But God is still good and I will finish in His timing. Mm. Yes. Right. And yun yung keyword, I think. In His in timing. In His time, yeah. In His timing, his time. it's never ours. Mm-hmm. And because His timing is always better it is, it than is. what we had in mind. Mm-hmm. Yung ada ba yung kay Mordecai? Hindi siya nireward agad. Timing ni Mordecai mm-hmm. was for a bigger purpose. bigger purpose. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that's something that we can leave our uh, listeners. Baka kayo rin magkaroon ng Mordecai moment. Yeah. <laughs> May you trust the Lord's timing and not your own. See you on chapter 7. See you. See you. Thanks for joining us in the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast. If you want to know more about our ministry, email us at ucminterface at gmail.com. Join us in Union Church of Manila, Rada Corner Legaspi, Makati City.